Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. One of my childhood memories is uh, Christmas time when there'd be an abundance of toys under the Christmas tree that we had received. And uh, it wouldn't be a lot of expensive things. We'd, we'd always get the starter set of Tinker Toys or Lincoln Logs, but there would be a variety, like there'd be a Howdy Doody puppet or a baseball bat or a glove or a football or cars and trucks, whatever. But there's one, one Christmas I remember when incident occurred. I had two brothers and uh, we each got a toy taxi cab car. They were different colors. The one I received was orange and one of my brothers received a green one. And I figured Santa made a mistake because green was my favorite color. That had to be my car. <laughs> I tried to trade with my brother, he would not trade with me. He wanted that green car. And it almost ruined Christmas for me. Anyway, today's readings talk about this whole thing about, you know, how we deal with things that we own or things that we have and how are we generous. In the end, we make many excuses for why we cannot give or contribute. Not just, not just money, but our time or the skills we might have, we can share. We say, I need this for my family, or I will give more next year, or I don't have time to do it now, or I do a lot more than other people do. We justify ourselves and find a way to, to justify what we're doing. The importance of uh, detachment from things and people is an important it's so important that uh, in St. Matthew's Gospel, there's the exchange between the rich young man and Jesus, where he comes up to Jesus and says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And so Jesus asks him, well, uh, you cannot commit adultery, you cannot steal. He goes through the commandments and the man says, every one of these I've kept since my youth. What else can I do? And Jesus says, well, Sell everything you have and follow me. And it says, the man went away sad because he had many possessions. One of the ways we can see how to deal with this situation of generosity or charity or possessiveness or, or even envy, which is part of it, can become part of it, is to look at the lives of the saints. St. Francis of Assisi, went into the public square and stripped off his clothes and says, I'm not going to be involved in anything that owning anything for the rest of my life. I'm going to beg. I'm going to put ownership aside so I can grow closer to my God. St. Charles Borromeo in the 16th century, when the bubonic plague occurred, sold everything he had to feed the people. The people were starving because of uh, the famine that went with the plague. 
60 to 70,000 people. And when his money ran out to keep the food coming to the people, he started borrowing money. Tremendous generosity. Last year on December the 8th, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, Pope Francis declared a year dedicated to St. Joseph. And uh, perhaps St. Joseph is the greatest model we can have. He was just an ordinary man in the family. All of his heroism, you might say, occurred within the family. And there are many opportunities to show our generosity within the family, are there not? Anyway, Father Sergio has asked each family, the father, the head of the household, to dedicate the family to the care of St. Joseph, to the protection of St. Joseph. And yesterday was uh, the sixth, was the first of the last 33 days when we want to do this. So if you didn't do it yesterday, you can double up today, but it's a beautiful way to, uh, to learn more insight into this great saint. There's a, a book that was written by Father Don Calloway two or three years ago in 2019 and it gives the formula for each day for 33 days the readings and the prayers to say to wind up committing your family and yourself to the care of St. Joseph. We look at St. Joseph's life and uh, the things that he did. It starts with the Annunciation He's betrothed to Mary, to Mary. But what's, what happens? He finds out that she's going to be the mother of the Savior of the world. The event that, that the people have been waiting for for years and years and years. And he says in his humility, I can't. What can I do? I'm just a nobody. And he decides to quietly walk away from it. Maybe there's a better way to do it. But then the angel in dream says to him, Joseph, you must take her into your house. Do not be afraid. Don't, don't fear. At the birth of Jesus, they have to make this journey to, to Bethlehem because of the tax, the census. And they get there, there's no place to stay. All they can find is a cave where common animals are, live for the birth of the Savior of the world. It's a great humiliation to him. But he perseveres, he doesn't give up. He doesn't walk away. He continues to be there for the family. Then there's the flight into Egypt because of the king's, the king's, situ the king's way he looks upon all this about the savior, the co competition for his ruling authority, he thinks he's going to kill all the babies. So the angel warns Joseph, take your, take your family, go to Egypt. Not the easiest trip, a dangerous trip. It's like, uh, I don't know, it's like 300 miles or something like that that they had to travel on foot. He does it. And then there's a return to Nazareth afterwards. Equally as difficult journey, and a little bit longer than going to Bethlehem. But Joseph does all these things. He's there for the family. And eventually, you look at it, his life, and for most of the first 30 years of Jesus' life, Joseph was there 
is the carpenter training Jesus to be a carpenter also, to learn his father's trade, a humble, you might say, wow, Jesus was a carpenter. We know he was. But the son of God is a carpenter and Joseph is the one who trained him. Two final thoughts. In the first reading from the book of Kings, the, second, the first book of Kings, the widow of Zarephath says we're going to eat what we have left and then we're going to die. And Elijah says to her, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We had a pope that started his papacy with the words, to not be afraid, right? Be not afraid, he said. To be not afraid is to say, I put my trust in God. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know you're there, I know you care for me, I know you love me. And the second thought is that uh, the best way I have found to keep fear and do concern away is to appreciate God's love for me, to appreciate the things that I have, to not look at what I don't have, but look what I do have. When we have a sense of gratitude in our heart, we find something to be thankful for, it's hard to be, get depressed, it's hard to not have a positive thought in our heart. It's easier to be willing to help others when we can appreciate those things that we have. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.stanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.